like, I don't even know her. Like when I'm looking at me, it like doesn't even register that that's me. Like you're in the comfort of my own home, <laughs> but I forget that like, like if I saw 40,000 people in a stadium, I'd be like horrified. Like, oh my God, I should put a face of makeup on and then I do this. Sometimes I look up stadium sizes to like visualize it. I should never do that because I don't want to be perceived. Don't do it. I don't recommend it. Yeah. I remember I did it. When I hit 100,000 followers and I, after that point, something broke in me. Because then when I saw all the people as a crowd of 100,000 people, I was like, oh my God. I know. (laughs) Welcome back to Teacher Quit Talk, everyone. Today, we're talking about things that annoyed you at school this week. We're just going to have a hater time. To start, the thing that annoyed me is my adult scissors went missing. And so everything I cut up this week looks terrible because I'd use children's scissors. Mm -mm. And you might be like, Mr. Redacted, why do you even have children's scissors? You teach 11th graders that are twice your size. I did not buy them. The government did. I asked my husband yesterday, I said, how have we lost six pairs of adult kitchen scissors in our house? And he was like, hmm, it's a wonderful question. Don't know where they are. My house scissors are missing too. But okay, so my dad has this like ongoing joke that really, really pisses my mom off. Because that was the same thing. And my ch- like as a child, we never had scissors and tape in our house. Like that's mm-hmm. always what would go missing was scissors and tape. Naturally. So whenever anyone buys scissors or tape, he goes, don't forget to put it in the barrel to never be seen again. And every time he says that, my mom has like a visceral reaction. She's like, we do have a place for the scissors and tape. And if everyone just followed where it's supposed to go, we wouldn't be having this problem. Oh my God. Your eyes are so beautiful right now. Thanks. I don't have my glasses on and I'm wearing bigger eyelashes. Wow. And so I'm not, I'm not one of these people. Before I say the next sentence, I just want to go on the record that I'm not one of these people. There are people out there with blue eyes that say their eyes get bluer when it rains. I don't fucking believe that, but it did rain today. They are like incredible. If you're not watching on YouTube, no, I think it's because I just have two ring lights and I'm not wearing my glasses. Normally I wear my glasses because we read stuff, but right now I'm just blind. Loving it. Just blind and I'm going to read to you. What annoyed us at school this week? Let's find out. I ironically not having a teaching job is the first one stop so you're like moseying around a school and you're like these fuckers don't know how to do it as good as i do i could take their job like is that the vibe their ick or their annoyance is that they don't have a teaching job yeah but i said what annoyed you at school in a work setting i see what you're saying i was gonna say why don't they just literally drive up to a school this one says crazy co-teacher I miss having my space. As someone who has a co-teacher for the first time this year, I love my co-teacher, but it was like a rough adjustment to like not be 100% like in charge of the space and what's going on. Like it's an adjustment. So part of why I like teaching is it's very like solo. Like I get to do what I want. I get to plan what I want. If I want to change something, I can change it. And I only have the co-teacher for one class, but it was still an adjustment to have to switch from like a very independent mindset to like a team-based mindset. So I'm sure your co-teacher being crazy doesn't help. Mine's really nice and it was still kind of hard. Yeah, it's really hard because I feel like so many of us are very type A. Yeah. I love being in charge. No, I love it. Today, one of the kids asked me, like, why did you want to become a teacher? And I was like, I love being in charge and doing what I want to do. I think they expected me to say something like more inspiring. And then I started talking about like summers off and they were like, oh. Not because you just love us and you're here for us and only us. No. Love you, though. I do. The students are a big perk. I did, but... did kind of say that. I told them it's part of it is that I 
feel like as a teacher, I get to be very honest and like be myself with them. And I said, I'm really bad at lying. And in corporate America, you have to lie a lot. Oh my God, so much. Literally every day is just lies. Yes. You can work with kids anywhere. If kids is really what you're in it for, you could could be a camp counselor. You could be a pediatrician. But you can't force everyone to learn about the French and Indian War at any job. No, you you cannot. There's a very few fields where you get to force people to listen to you talk about wars. Mm -hmm. I found the single job. (laughs) This person said what annoyed them this week is every word out of their cute little mouths is at a level 10 volume for no reason. This is a kindergarten teacher. She didn't say it, but I know it in my soul. I have like the opposite problem with one of my classes right now. You could hear a pin drop in there. They're like mice. They're scared of you still. I really haven't been mean. They're just new. I think I figured out what it is though. I did some polling. Most of them don't know each other. And with my old third period, they all knew each other. I don't know how that happened within the same school, but... No, when they put a class in your room where everybody knows each other is rough skis. When I was teaching third grade, basically the same group was together in first grade and they all had feelings a lot of them they weren't friends either like let's not like <laughs> they were they were enemies in my class they were friends which presented a different set of problems of no one learning but <laughs> i would prefer friends over enemies because at least i felt really safe yeah you know it's like we weren't learning but also everybody was trying to hurt each other um oh god art teacher here classroom teachers didn't tell us they were mixing up homerooms Can you imagine? I really feel for the teachers that are in like a very specialized areas because I feel like y'all are just out of the loop, like out of (laughs) like the loop is here and y'all are way over there. Nobody tells you anything. Like I, it felt like, so when I was in my corporate era, they like when they were doing like my, when they were like making my accounts when I got hired, I wasn't included on this one distribution list that managers would use all the time. So I kept just not getting things. And I feel like that's y'all. Like, it's not personal, but just because of the circumstance, y'all are continuously not getting critical information. (laughs) Literally. It's horrid. Because when I taught theater, I just was like, today is the day that it is, and we'll see how it goes. (laughs) Like, you just don't know. You don't know if there's a fire drill. It's just very (laughs) stressful. It's very stressful to mix up a homeroom. I know that at our school, we do something called pinks and blues, which is like kids that cannot go together. Oh, interesting. Homerooms for elementary is a very delicate dance. What even do you do in a homeroom in an elementary? Homeroom would be like the core group that goes about. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Like your group. I'm assuming that's what she means, but I don't know. Because I think, because I know like some people leave to go to a different math class. So I guess like homeroom is like kind of your, your lunch group, your morning group, your dismissal group, like your kind of. Or your specials group. If you have pinks and blues and you have kids that are separated for a reason, you mix up the groups and then you have like oil and vinegar put in the same room together. That could alone disrupt the whole vibe. Of the fire drill, too. Oh, my God. Imagine <laughs> if there's an emergency. Forget about it. Um, On my first fire drill at my new school, at my old school, it was, like, very vague. Like, it was, like, if you're in this building, go to this parking lot. And in my new school, it's a little more specific than that. And I didn't realize. So I was in the wrong spot. And I think they just thought I, like, didn't participate. I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> because someone came to me the next day and was, like, hey, you weren't in your spot for the fire drill. And I was, like... 
Yeah, I was outside in the parking lot, and they're like, "No, you're supposed to be by the tree." And they showed me a little map where, indeed, my name was next to a tree. Did your fire people do the thing where they like steal one of your children? No. What? Oh, that happens all the time. To see if you notice? Yeah. I'm gonna fail. <laughs> just we don't even have to go through it. I can just tell you right now. They take your children and they like make them stay in the building, and they're like, find out if your teacher figures out that you're missing or not. That's spooky. What we do is you, or we have these little papers and we're supposed to just have them and you take it outside with you and you write down the name of anyone that like, for whatever reason, didn't make it outside with you that like is present that day. And then our little, like, they're called the fire captain. I love her. She runs around and grabs all of them. And I don't know who goes back in to look, I don't know what happens after that. I don't know if it's just like for us to know who didn't make it or if they go try to find them. Yeah. I have no idea what happens after the papers to get turned in. I know that I have to turn in a paper and I also know that there's a clipboard with a red side and a green side piece of laminated paper and you hold it up but I always get tired of holding it up so I always have a child hold it up for me and they get really stoked on that. This is actually really I'm glad we're having this convo because I just realized I have not redone my little emergency folder for the semester? new semester. Well all my kids like switch around in classes. So right now I just realized I don't have accurate rosters for in the event that that happens. So I should... Boy, you would be surprised. Note to self. I can't believe they don't do that for you. My fire captain is going to be pissed if I don't get this together by the time. How do you get the fire captain gig? Like, what do you have to do? I would want that. She has a lot of gigs. Like, you know those teachers that end up in those, like, quasi-administrator roles? Yeah. Where they, like, Mm -hmm. have a full schedule but somehow are also in charge of literally everything? Yeah. She's one of those. Good for her. I hope she's getting paid. That's all I have to say. You know she's... she's not. Actually, from my <laughs> principal, she might be. Oh, she might be. You do have a really good admin. They are very cute. Yes. The matching outfits. And always in the school colors. It's always either in the school colors or it's in a specific color for a reason. Like we're wearing mm. pink for breast cancer awareness. One time they were all wearing boots to stomp out drugs for Red Ribbon Week. I literally love the themes at your school. Barbie versus Ken was such a sleigh. No, like we're really crushing it. But apparently we're doing a day in the spring that I'm very excited for where it's um, teachers dress like students, students dress like teachers. Yes. I'm mainly excited because I can wear sweatpants because I'm like, they don't have a dress code. (laughs) Life hack. (laughs) (laughs) This one says students saying that their attendance is none of my business. But like I take attendance. So whose business is it then? I mean, I take, like, we take it, but, like, if they're not there, what am I going to do? Go to their house? I feel very differently because I teach high school, so they have, like, a little more agency over themselves. Mm. I'm like, hey, I know when your mom left for work this morning, she told you to get on the bus. It seems like there may have been a disconnect here. They really just stay? Oh, it's a problem. Another problem, I've had this more than once where a child skipped class, so I called their parent and was like, hey, girl boss, just to let you know, they weren't here today, and they were like, I literally dropped them off. No. And I'm like, well, they went somewhere. I don't know where it was, but they went somewhere. I have seen kids get out of the car, start walking towards the school. Once their parent is gone, turn around and go walk down. I don't know where they're going. I don't know if they get like Ubers and just go to a front. I don't know. I don't know where they're going. If I had known that that was an option in high school, we would have had a real issue with me. I was like, so what I'm loving is your sense of agency. What I'm hating is your lack of prioritization of education. Once I got to college, you would never find me in class. My mom told me if she ever caught me skipping class in college, she did the math of how much each individual class cost and I would have to pay her back for it. Oh, believe me, I have student loans. You just said, this is my loan, my problem. Yeah. 
I said, really, I'm here for hangout fun times. I'm here for the socialization and the personal growth of it all. I did not get much of that in college, so who won, really? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This says, special ed department tried to plan an IEP meeting we've been waiting forever for on on a day off. That's like the bare minimum. Figure your shit out. Wait, so they're trying to schedule it and then they scheduled it for a day off? Yeah, they scheduled the IEP for a day that they weren't even there. In school? Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) You've seen how I react when someone sends me a meeting invite that's not during my planning period. So don't don't get me started with that. Can you imagine? Oh, this is another one. Wait, had to come in on Sunday on my birthday weekend for an open house. I promise you, I would not be there. What kind of school does open house on a Sunday? I have never heard of that in my entire life. They're probably trying to accommodate parents, which, like, I get, but, like, also... If that was my school, like, I would immediately become a nun. Like, I'd go to my principal and be like, I actually have church for 14 hours on Sunday, every Sunday, till further forever. Yeah, sorry. The spirit of Christ would enliven in me just to get out of that. Honest to God. And, like, on your birthday weekend, that should be against the law. I would be so sick. Okay, this one says the amount of almost insignificant information we need to specify in assessment notifications. What's an assessment notification? Like for special Wait, education? Wait, read that again? The amount of The what? amount of almost insignificant information we need to specify in assessment notifications. Like at my school, when we have standardized testing, we give like robocalls to the parents and like auto emails in like the days preceding to remind them. So maybe it's that, like notifying them that there is an assessment. Assessment notifications are important tools can help you better prepare for your assessment and achieve a high grade. Schools are required to give you an assessment notification before every formal assessment task. The notification must include task number, task weighting, due date, timing, length, outcomes assessed, description of the nature of the task, marking criteria. That is a lot of things. And it's also ineffective. Time and time again, we as a society have proven people are more likely to read your emails if they are short. Yeah, these are long. The shorter, the better. Whatever you want to say, cut it. How are you? How's it going? Hope this email finds you well. No. Hello? What do you want? Right, especially if you're a high schooler. Like, we do a lot of assessments. There's teaching where you have, like, kids in front of you and you're teaching, and then there's teaching where it's, like, all the back end and like the like administrative work that's the word I'm looking for the administrative work to me is the worst part of teaching like the sending of emails oh I have to give a failure notice you have to give it three times you have to log it in the thing and it's like could I could just know just figure it out why do I have to do that that was the hardest part (laughs) of being a first-year teacher like I remember in student teaching I was like oh like this is I get it like we plan we assess we regroup we replan like okay when I got my first teaching job the thing that blew me away was having been obsessed with teacher Instagram and then realizing how much paperwork we do and I yeah was like, no like the level of documenting filing and logging nobody told me about that <laughs> like shocked at how many things there were that goes into like report cards and and 
parent conferences. And that's when, for the first time at that point, I was like, how do you guys do the influencer thing? Because I'm tired. Like, I felt like I was drowning. My first year teaching, I remember, like, literally... All I had in me was doing like the teaching part. Mm-hmm. But when I say the teaching part, I don't just mean being in front of kids. I mean like what you were saying, like making assessments, planning, like instructional task versus administrative task. And I remember it was like November and my department head was like, hey, now that you're settled in, you need to make sure you're doing all these things because at the end of the year for your evaluation, you have to show that you did these things. And one of them was a parent contact log. And I was just absolutely drowning. I had no training at all, zero zippity doodah. I was learning my curriculum. I was learning like the ins and outs of the school system. I was on a performance improvement plan because I didn't know what I was doing. Like I was just suffering so bad that I did not contact a single parent, let alone fucking log it. And then COVID happened and they announced that we weren't going to get formal evaluations that year because of COVID. And I was like, God. obviously COVID is bad, but for me, this is very good. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, they were really looking out for me with that one because I would not have done well. Because at my new school, it's more like structured and they observe you throughout the year and that's how you get your evaluation. In my old school, it was literally, you sat down for a meeting in May. My stack was like as big as my head of proof that you're a good teacher. They go through it during that meeting. So like if you aren't organized enough to have everything ready to go for that, you're kind of SOL, even if you did a great job all year. Right. Did I tell you about the week before COVID at my school? that year. No. I had the craziest experience. I had, the first year I had this student, I had him for two years. Love him so much, but like to this day, I don't know what I could have done differently. (laughs) Second year of having him, I will preface this by saying, he was like a huge leader in my classroom. Like things would be going wrong the second year and he would just look at me and like shake his head and I was like, (laughs) do we remember where we were? Everybody left, but I'm still there, okay? I love him. Love his family. I was just like, at a lot, I I don't know if it was just like he had a really really hard time adjusting, or if he was like going through something, or what it was. And the week before we left for break, he had eloped and he was running around the parking lot and he wasn't going to any administrators. He basically wanted to hang out with me. He was free. He was in his moment. It was pouring rain and I was in not the best shoes for it. I was soaked. I had no coat. I dumped my shoes out after chasing him in the rain. I know exactly what you mean. You're probably wearing like fucking like jelly sandals flats, flats or, something. or like the worst yeah. possible thing. Couldn't have been worse. <laughs> he had taken an administrator's umbrella up. He bashed it so hard that he bent the umbrella like an S was like trying to climb the gate. He was jumping on the like chain mechanism of the gate. I went into lunch and just bawled. I was in the room where we all eat lunch, just like head in my hands, sobbing hysterically after this. COVID happened. And I was like, I could really use these two weeks off. This is going to be good for me. And then we never went back again. (laughs) But oh my God. He's the one that tried to jump off the balcony and I restrained him and got in trouble. And I was like, send me to prison, fire me. Okay. (laughs) The way that one of my friends had the exact same situation Two things. One, why do so many elementary schools have balconies? 
If I was building an elementary school, I simply would not include that feature. Number two, if a literal child is about to hurl themselves off a balcony, anyone's gonna grab them. I'm sorry, I don't care what the law is. My instincts are going to override. That happened to my friend. She was literally holding her student by their belt over the balcony because they were trying to climb over. So she grabbed them by their belt. And so they were dangling there. And then the school cop came and helped her get them back on the right side. And then the school cop and the principal sat her down. And they're like, you can never, ever restrain a student again. And she fucking ate them up. She said, okay, so next time you would like to have the coroner come handle it? Seriously. And I was like, oh my God. I'm so serious. I will never let a child jump off a balcony. I'm never going to do that. <laughs> Call me crazy. Call me the woke left. Yeah. You're like, I'll go to the Supreme Court for that. I don't give a shit. Put me on TV. I would go to my next job interview and they'd say, why'd you leave? And I would say, well. I saved a life. Yeah. Start playing how to save a life like my old principal used to do. We give everyone the lyrics on the paper. God, what a man. Exactly. So I, but like, I feel like this happens to a lot of people. Like you have a student like that who you spend so much time like working with that you're like, I love you. I would do anything for you. I know what you mean. I've had kids that I taught for multiple years where I was like, literally like you are a part of my family now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I hate to say it, but it's what it is. I love you. His mom's awesome. Anyways, so uh, this one, not getting a lunch break. Oh, that is very annoying. And like, I guess it makes sense. It's Jan- It doesn't make sense, quote unquote. Like it's January, so shit's probably hitting the fan expectations wise. So you're probably doing a lot of shit during your lunch. In January, it's always so apparent when like your district or your admin, like someone had a New Year's resolution and then you get called <laughs> into a meeting and you're like, guess this is what we're doing now. <laughs> I remember the my when I went to one of my schools for the first time, they were like, okay, it's the first two weeks of school. Bring a lunch that you can eat on your feet. What's your favorite on your feet lunch? I had one today. No lunch. Oh. Well, you know, everything that I want to eat is something that I want to eat with my hands. I like pepperoni. That's a good one. Pepperoni fills you up quick. Like you can have a couple yeah. pieces and that's a lot of protein. Yeah. It's like I'll eat like snacks and then like pelt. Or a baby bell cheese. Oh, I ate so many of those in high school that I didn't want to eat them for a while. Like I gave myself like the ick on the baby bell, but they're so good. I have the ick from them right now because I bought the low fat ones. I don't know who I thought I was and I don't like them because they taste like chalk, but I don't want to buy more because I have a whole bag of baby bell cheese literally sitting in the fridge. And then I tried to give them to the kids and literally they were like, oh, it's the low fat one. I was like, oh, do they even know? They call them diet lady snacks. Oh, right. Like I gave one kid a Luna bar one time. I was like, you came to me for a snack. Sorry, I don't always have Oreos for you. Right? I was like, don't make fun of my fucking Luna bars. Um, This one says unnecessary waste of time meetings at any point in my day or even week. Yeah, retweet. At what point do you think a meeting like could have been an email? Like at what point does the email turn into a meeting for you? Because controversial opinion, as much as we hate a meeting that could have been an email, one thing I hate more is an email that should have been a five minute meeting. When you send me pages of information, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And I just need to talk to you for 10 minutes to figure it out. What do you hate more? I never mind a meeting unless the meeting is like some ultra jazzed up fancy schmancy professional development that should have been a five-minute meeting. If you're going to come in and tell me something
something super simple. Like I'm happy to come in for a huddle and like see everyone and like have a meeting face to face because my ADHD ass is not reading my email. Sorry. I'm the reason (laughs) that the emails turn into meetings. But if it's like woo woo and fluffy and whatever, and I'm like the substance of this meeting did not need to be an hour long. Like you just wanted to fill time. That grinds my gears. Me too. Like when we all go around and share our why, I'm like, nope, let's yeah. get your PowerPoint up there. Let's get to the agenda. We got I'm like, stuff I to do. I have shit in my room. Like at least let me pull my laptop up while we do this. You know what I mean? One of <laughs> my favorite things that I'm hoping is going to increase in popularity of the education world because I think it's in my opinion, the most effective way to do it, at least for high school. Like we all have different planning periods. We all have different lunches. There's just like not a good time to get everybody all together. They used to do this at my corporate job a lot when we couldn't, it was just like not feasible to schedule a meeting because it was so many people where they send out a video recording of someone like going through the slide deck and then everyone has to fill out like a follow-up form Mm. and like make sure we're all on the same page. I think that could be revolutionary for education. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Because like, so at my school recently, we had a meeting it was on a teacher work day so I wasn't mad about it about like our evaluation system because we have to go in to a little portal and be like yes I was present at this meeting I understand like we have to do that that is a perfect example of a little video moment like we can do a 10 minute video for that screen record it for people send that out I think we should need to get on that. I know there's like one administrator in the world that listens to this podcast. So try that out. That we haven't scared away or offended yet. Still, my best internet celebrity moment was when we got an email from an administrator saying that this podcast made them change the way they do some things. Do you remember that? No, but I don't remember a lot of things. (laughs) I can't even lie to you. This is an ongoing issue. The fun thing about not remembering stuff is you get to have joy twice. Yeah. And I love that we had that happen. Would love to read it one day (laughs) would love to be a part of that someday not today but someday yes one day we will this person says oh oh my god somebody read they read our mind irrelevant professional development instead of time to prep classrooms yeah especially with the pd on like subject area that's what grinds my gears i don't mind pd if i get to use my content with it it's when you make me make fake little activities that i'm never going to use that's when i get angry Mm-hmm. Aw, angry parent emails. Those are always a bummer. Yikes. I haven't really gotten those. I've gotten angry parent emails because a lot of the times nobody's listening to them in some way. <laughs> like they went to somebody else. Yeah. There's a lot of shit that people don't come to you for because it's like higher than you. If something happens with a different teacher or on the yard. Yes, where they just go straight to the admin. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like if something happened with them that I'm not privy to, I'm like, go back like nine steps and tell me what's going on so that I can help you. But it's, of course, is going to start out mad. You know, they don't realize that nobody yeah. tells us shit You're like i'm ready to agree with you but yeah. i just need some more information yeah the assumption being like of course if something happens with a child in your class the person that dealt with it is going to tell you no 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 that's not what happens. no you would think <laughs> You would, you, would you would think. think. You would hope, but it doesn't happen. I, I agree that it would also be great if that's how it went down. I would love that one day. I've also had parents get really pissed because, like, the kids said something happened that, like, didn't happen the way that they said it. And kids are not known for their accurate storytelling abilities. Yeah, no, they're not. And, you know, also it's like if they're afraid that they did something wrong or they're in, in trouble, like, they, they're going to, like, kind of fudge the truth. and Gloss I, over some parts. Leave out a few I've dabbled in that in my past. <laughs> 
<laughs> but they do ruin even if it ends well it can really fuck your week where it's like everything's fine now but that was a very stressful initial moment i hope that that never happens to me i'm gonna try and manifest that for myself i'm sure it will one day but no it won't Hopefully it's not today it or tomorrow happen. or this year or ever. <laughs> this person said in all caps, nothing because I quit two months ago. I'm happy for you. Hey, student was on psych hold over break for violence, but no plan when returned to class. Oh, dearie. That's always what gets me is the no plan because like- There has to be a plan. Just really wondering what do you guys think is going to happen? I know. It's like not a way to help literally anybody involved. Yeah. Can't just wing it. As much as I would love to wing it, that's unfortunately not the situation that we're in. This one says, oh, a meeting midday was scheduled without inquiring about my availability. It's like, this is a demon that I face a lot. What always gets me is like, y'all y'all know what I do for a living. I know. You know literally where I am. Every day, y'all see me here doing the same thing. I don't get it at all. So like for you to send me an invite for a time that like, you know where I'm at, like what's the plan? That's Where, crazy. Where's our head? I don't get it. This one says, told my team teacher I would be out all next week for a wedding and she rolled her eyes. <laughs> oh! Okay, so to play devil's advocate, maybe she's been with her boyfriend for like seven years and she's yeah. just like ready to get proposed to and like wedding is just like a trigger for her. Yeah. that's We're going to go with that. Not your circus, not your monkeys. Have fun at the wedding. <laughs> going on day two of no internet. Two days in a classroom with no internet? That's like actually baffling. I like I'm like I would lose my mind. I know I'm literally on the internet every moment of every day. I would just stare at them. Can you just hotspot it? My phone doesn't let me do that because I have AT&T and they don't like it. Oh god. What gets me is like I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was like talking to another teacher and I said I don't remember what we were talking about but I said like oh when I was in high school the slide would be on the screen and they started laughing. They're like oh my god that just made me feel so old that you said when you were in high school the slide would be on the screen. And I was like oh my god you're right. And then I just kind of started spiraling because I was like if you took away my Wi-Fi and my projector, I, I literally wouldn't know what to do with them. I would just look at them and be like... I guess we're going to read some books, you guys, and colors and pictures. Because I, I would be like in the little nasty cabinets in my room, like digging up the books that I never use. <laughs> like, let's <laughs> see what's in here. Textbooks. I literally <laughs> opened my textbook once in third grade, saw one chapter and closed it and said, I'm not going to teach that. I have one supplemental textbook. Actually, it's a lie. I have a supplemental textbook that occasionally I use because I it has little concept maps in each chapter mm. that I really like. And then I have like a teeny tiny little like legally a supplemental textbook, but it is quite literally the size of O Magazine. <laughs> and it's just full of maps. Oh, I use that one a lot because cool. it's literally just like maps and graphs by time period. That's really cool. Other than that, I'm not touching those books. Yeah, bye. This. Oh my no. It says, got a reminder. My bulletin board is due Friday on a Tuesday. I am so grateful nobody has ever forced me to do a bulletin board change. I can oh. barely handle the bulletin boards in my room, let alone a community one. I had little clips that we would put shit on the wall, just whatever. I always put up their art projects. I did a couple community bulletin boards and they are such a project. It took me like five hours to get that project that the kids did done. It's an immediate no from me. Mm, no thanks. If they asked me to do a community bulletin board, that's probably gonna be the last time they'll ask me because it's not gonna be great. People would like bring in their parents to do them. Ooh. And they look gorgeous. I would just do that. Mm -hmm. Never mind. Parent volunteers <laughs> love that. I shit. use for my bulletin boards, I put contact paper on them so then I don't have to replace it ever. Oh, I love that idea. This one says 
A, a second grade student got up from her seat and licked my shoe while I was teaching. She let the intrusive thought win. <laughs> keep staying curious. Keep asking questions. <laughs> so have you heard about kids in elementary school's obsession with feet? I mean, not. I don't think so. Like, I know kids are weird. And my students make fun of my toes if I wear sandals. But other than that, no. Okay, well, imagine that you're sitting on the rug with the kids and they start petting your exposed toes. Nope, 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 nope. I had nope, shoes nope, nope, nope. with, like, giant pom-poms on them that I where to teach they're still here somewhere and the kids of course love to pet those but something that came up on tiktok uh like when i joined tiktok was that everybody was talking about how kids grab and pet their toes and i was like why do they do that maybe because they don't see them a lot yeah like adult feet look different than kids feet so maybe they're like what's going on there who doesn't love to pet a dog yeah everybody loves petting dogs kids are so weird truly bizarre this one says, <laughs> every time they make an adjustment to the bell system, it doesn't work the rest of the day. I'm just going to pick things that I think will trigger you. <laughs> oh my God, this used to piss me the fuck off. So at my old school, they would turn off the bells when we were doing standardized testing to like not distract the kids. Cool, I get that. They would always forget to turn them back on. So for like weeks, we just wouldn't have bells. Oh no. That seems like an easy fix, though. Why didn't they just... It was because our administrators don't have a group chat. I I oh. go back to 90% of that school's problems is because the administrators did not have a group chat. They need it. That was one of the tipping points of me quitting. Realizing that the administrators didn't have a group chat because two of them were not on speaking terms. I was like, <laughs> this is our leadership. This is who we are. And then at my new school, it's like an ongoing joke. So sometimes we'll like... I don't know. Just sometimes we have to address the schedule for whatever reason. So sometimes the bell, like the regular bell will go off, but that's not the schedule we're on. So the front office lady goes on the announcements and she goes, please disregard that bell. Students, please disregard that bell. And whenever it happens, the kids all say it at the same time as her. <laughs> because for like a week, it was happening all the time. It kept happening. <laughs> Oh, no. Another second grader in another part of the world is pooping his pants daily and smearing it on walls daily. No medical reason found. No one seems all that concerned. Yes, I've called DHS. County social worker unbothered. What could it be? Let's think. You must feel so gaslit. The fact that literally everyone's ignoring you. Like, why does no one care about that? I feel like we should care about that. Because, like, do I know what to do? No. But I know something definitely should be done. 100%. So for the social worker and, like, literally everyone to be like, it's okay. Because there's got to be some underlying reason that that's happening. Physical, medical, mental. E. coli is real, man. You don't want to catch that shit. The bacteria in your belly, you don't want that out. And pink eye and stuff. Oh, hell yeah. No, it's so contagious. I'm sorry that that's happening. That's really frustrating because, ugh. The last one I think we'll read is the PE teacher showing up 10 minutes late because he was on a phone call. Drives me batty when it's specials time and the specials teacher is nowhere to be found. It's like if I have planning time and I bring the kids at the correct time and you're taking a phone call, it better be like an emergency and you could have texted me while you were on the call and been like, hey, Miss F, like I'm running a hey, few girl late. boss. Like, put on a little show for them, and I'll come grab them from your room. Okay, amazing. Like, there is, there are a million ways that we can work through that together that don't involve you leaving me high and dry, standing, trying to entertain 27 kindergartners outside your room who are getting squirrely, and they're pushing, and they don't, they're asking me questions, and they're trying to run away. Like, it's, I, I am not a magician. I'm not Jesus Christ himself. I can only do so much to continue. I'll break into that gym right now. Good Lord. 
now that we're all annoyed, thank you all so much for sharing your annoyances with us because sometimes we just need to like have a wee bitch moment among friends. It really does cure you of so many things. Yeah, it helps our hunter-gatherer brain to reset and feel a sense of community. Really? Well, I was thinking the same thing as like gossip, right? Like we were meant to be in a village community where we like commiserate with one another so that we're not so alone. This might be a lie that I made up, but I read it on the internet one time that Mm -hmm. apparently um, gossiping was never viewed as taboo until like the church was trying to spread religion and like emphasize the patriarchy and they realized that like women get a lot of societal power through gossip because the women sharing information with each other like helps them make decisions for the community and like prod people to do or not do certain things so it was like the church in england i think that was like no that's wrong you can't gossip don't do that and they told people to stop that makes perfect sense doesn't it yeah bye <laughs> bye we love you have fun Hope at you work have a great day